Greetings and welcome. I am Dr. Carol Gambule, your host on Word Anchor Podcast. I'm also an author and a publisher. This weekly podcast covers a wide range of issues that we face in life and the solutions that are provided for in the Word of God. I aim to encourage, to teach, motivate, and guide as we move along in this life's journey. Please subscribe, download, and share this podcast. Someone out there needs to hear this message. I hope you enjoy this episode. Greetings and welcome to Wet Anchor Podcast. The episode is titled Unlimited God. When I grew up, I used to visit my grandparents' place. There was a well there where we went to get water in the morning and afternoon. It was nearby, just three houses away. The water there was always cold, great tasting too. After we lowered the bucket and filled the ones we came with, we would close it and leave. But if you were to come back a few hours, you would find that the well would be full again. Day in, day out, we got clean drinking water there. Now I'm told that the well is now closed, no more water. Isn't it our condition as human beings? We have abundance and then things run dry. One day you have everything and the next thing you are broke. We even coin phrases like, life is like a wheel, it turns. We comfort ourselves and each other by the idea that the time of abundance will come right after the time of lack. However, then after that time, it will turn again. So we live with the idea that there is a time for abundance and there are time of lack or loss. What if we lived a perpetual life of abundance? What if we viewed what we have from the point of view of the one who gives everything to us? When I wake up in the morning, I'm grateful for the gift of life. It is a gift indeed. No matter how much you can try, you can never make yourself live a second except if the one who gives life has given you life. The only religion that has records of people being raised from the dead is Christianity flowing from the Jewish religion. The prophets of old raised people. Elijah raised the widow's son. Elisha raised the Shunammite woman's son. Jesus raised Lazarus and a young girl. The apostles raised people from the dead. Peter raised Dorcas. Paul raised the young man who fell from the top floor whilst he was preaching. This is the only religion that has a record of raising people from the dead. We worship the only God who gives life. The rest of the gods are just man-made and they can do nothing. They are just an illusion propelled by evil spirits. He who gives life ensures that I am breathing every single day. The day this whole world runs out of oxygen, the whole world will be dead. Surely there is God in heaven. In the last episode, I spoke about Job, who lost everything he had, his wealth, his children, his health. It was at that point that his wife told him to kiss God and die. She had a limited view of God. She didn't know that all that they had came from God. He who gave them everything would never run dry and would never run out of the very thing that he gave them. Job's wife thought life ended when all that they had was lost. She didn't know that the source of all that they had is God. Had she known, she wouldn't have thought that it was such a loss that God cannot replenish or replace. Some people today commit suicide after losing everything. We see it more with celebrities that commit suicide when the money runs dry. 
when they are no longer famous or are no longer called for gigs. Some people are unable to go back home and start again. I recently saw a post on social media. This person was bemoaning the fact that life was so hard. He was facing a decision of going back home. But how does one go back home and face the people that you left and when you come back you have nothing? People responded with encouraging words. They shared their own experiences of starting all over again. They shared all these great stories. Some are still at home saying to this person, we are home, it is okay, you can leave, you can start all over again. If you are a believer in God, how do you go back to the people you once witnessed to and gave great testimony about how God has blessed you with this and that, but now you have nothing? Are you not cursed since you have lost everything you appointed as a blessing from God? Is this how you view things? Here is a view about God. God is unlimited. God is not a resource like gold and silver that runs dry. He is the source. Silver and gold became because God called them into existence. The earth and its fullness thereof is the Lord. The cattle on a thousand hills are his. What is it that you can say God does not have or cannot make? God had blessed Job and he had abundance. Satan came in and took everything from Job, everything that he had, and left him with nothing. He even took his health. So without his children, without his flock, without even his health, he was left with just the wife who spoke things out of ten. But Job looked to heaven and said, The Lord had given and the Lord had taken. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Though he spoke without understanding the conversation between God and Satan, Job acknowledged the source of everything that he had, that it was God. He basically was saying even if he owned the things that he lost, he was not the source, but God was the source. Even if he had lost everything, God was still sufficient for Job. If you can comprehend that what you have is not because of what you did, but because of what God did, then you will realize that no matter how much the effort you put in the end, it is God that gives abundance. And if it is God that gives, then if everything is lost, God is still alive. After everything, Job was restored. He had more beautiful children and became wealthier than before. What Job had before came from God. What Job had after came from God. So be encouraged with the story of Job that whatever you have, even if you have lost it, God had given it to you and God never runs dry of anything. Abraham had an understanding of the limitless power of God. After 25 years of waiting for the promised son, Abraham had Isaac. His joy was fulfilled and complete, knowing that God is faithful to have given them the son of promise even after so many years. Then God did the unthinkable. He required of Abraham the most difficult decision he would ever make in his lifetime. Leaving his home country on the basis of a promise was difficult, but not that difficult. Going to Egypt and almost losing his wife was bearable. Difficult, but bearable. But after waiting for so long, beholding the son of promise, and then to be told to give him up as a sacrifice, that was very hard. How could God give him a son and then ask for him back? Abraham knew that it was not his might nor his power that brought him Isaac, but it was the word of God, his promises, and his faithfulness. It is God that worked a mighty miracle within a very old man and an equally old woman. Praise the Lord. 
as Abraham walked up to Mount Moriah, Isaac was with him and the servants. The young man asked his father and said, Father, and Abraham replied, Yes, my son. Isaac asked, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And the father answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. Genesis chapter 22 verse 7 to 8. What an answer. God himself will provide. So we need an offering, my son. We need to go and do a burnt sacrifice before God. But Abraham was teaching Isaac a lesson. Whatever you're going to offer to God, you have already received it from God. There is not a single lamb that you can say, I have, and God has not made it. Because no matter how much you can try, you can never make the little lamb to live if God has not willed it to live. So if you have received it, it can only come from God because nobody has the power to create anything to come alive. It is God only that can do that. And if God has asked for a sacrifice, he will provide that sacrifice. So what are we going to sacrifice? What are we going to give to God? That was the question. And Abraham answered it well. I can only imagine how Abraham probably cleared his throat to give an answer to his son. We cannot even pretend that the story was as easy as it is written. That there was never a struggle with Abraham about his son. Yes, Abraham was a man of faith, but he was also a father who loved his son. God had been very specific to Abraham. I'm talking about your son, your only son whom you love. Your only son. Abraham loved Isaac. And Abraham wanted Isaac alive. He was the promised son and he was the heir and he was the beginning for the many nations that God spoke about. How could there be nations if the son is dead? The Bible tells us that God loved the whole world, that he gave us his only begotten son. Just as he had required Abraham to give up his only son, God would later give up his only son as well. The response of Abraham committed God to a provision. Abraham said God himself will provide the sacrifice. So if that lamb was Isaac, it was God's provision. If God saw fit to have Isaac as a sacrifice, then he would see how this very son came back to life and became the many nations because God was very clear. It was the promised son that will make Abraham to become a father of many nations. The writer of the book of Hebrews captures it nicely. In in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 19, Abraham reasoned that God would even raise the dead. And so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. So basically, Abraham went to uh, the altar that he had made and he put his son forth before God. And he was actually saying in his action, here is my son. I am giving him back to you, God. You have given him to me. I am giving him back to you. You have promised me a son. You have promised me to be a father of many nations. You know how that is going to happen. But all I can do is give you back what you have given me. God had promised. God provided for himself the animal that would be sacrificed. Abraham and Job are examples that God is unlimited in his provision. Even though you and I may lose some things in this world, God is well able to replenish and or replace, to bring us the joy 
we had before we lost those things that are precious to us. Allow me to encourage you today to trust God. He is unlimited in power. What you have, he has given that to you. What you lose, he can give it back to you. He can give you even more. Job had more children, more beautiful children. The story of Job tells us that even if you have lost everything that you had been given by God, God is well able to give you back, to give you even more, to make you even more wealthier. This time and season that we are in, a lot of people have lost a lot of things. People have lost their jobs. People have lost their businesses. People have lost their family members. And I know you can never replace the loved one that you have lost. But you see, God is the source of life. God is the one that has given you the person whom you love even today. Even if you have lost that person, I know that it is a painful thing. But you see, the joy that God has given you by giving you this person that whom you love, the family member that you love, the God that gave you this person is the same God that will fulfill your joy again. How he does it, it is his own business, not yours. God made the relatives of Job to come to him and to give him some flocks. They brought gifts. When he was sick, they were not there. When he lost his flocks, they were not there. When he was crying, sitting in sackcloth and ashes, they were not there. But at the right time, at the appointed time, God brought them to Job and they brought him flocks. Because you see, God will not come down from heaven and bring him uh, flocks, uh, kettles, um, horses and whatever animals that he needed. God will not bring the goat from heaven. He will use the resources that are here that he has made. They will bring wealth back to you. If you have lost something, I want to encourage you today. Trust in God. The Bible says, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but I will trust in the name of the Lord my God. So you can have the horses, you can have the chariots, you can have the cattle, you can have everything, but it is God that has given those things to you. It is God that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. So if you have lost 10 cattle, it is God that knows how many cattle you have lost in the first place. It is him that can be able to make you to have even more. God is an unlimited in everything that God requires of you. Even if it is God that has taken anything from you. With Job, it was Satan that took, but God knew and God had allowed Satan to take those things from Job. So today I want to say to you, do not look at God as somebody that has taken things from you, but look at God as the one that has given you. Whatever God recalls, whatever God takes away from you, whatever it is that God allows to be taken away from you, even if you have been taught the theology that it is God that has taken your loved one, but know that it is God that will give you joy in this lifetime. Some people cannot handle the pain of losing a loved one so much so that they prefer to die also and follow the one that they have loved, that they had lost whom they had loved. But I want to say to you, you breathe because of God. The one that you loved breathed their last breath and they were made by God. The breath they used to breathe when they were alive, it came from God. And you are alive today. God has given you life. You are alive today to start again. You have breath in you. You can have more kettles. You can have more horses. 
you can build again. You have lost your business. Be encouraged. There is no limitation in God. He knows where you got the kettles before. He knows where you're going to get them again. He knows where you got the money to start your business. He knows where you can get it again. The silver and the gold belongs to our God. And he knows that you need it. The kettle on a thousand hills belongs to him. He knows that you need it. The joy that you had before, he knows that you need it. He knows how and when to release joy to you. Yours is to live in expectations. Yours is to lift up your eyes and look up to God and say, Father, I had everything. I have lost everything, but you are my source. When God put the first man on this earth, he had already provided everything that Adam needed. Adam did not come to a world and start to till a land that had nothing. It had vegetation. It had trees. It had animals. It had birds. It had um, fish of the sea. Adam had abundance because of God. So if you look up to heaven, you are looking at the one that has made everything. With word, God created everything that you see today. What you can touch, what you can smell, what you can feel, it is created by God. What is it that you can think God cannot do for you? What is it that you, th- you can think that if you have lost, then God cannot give you? Yes, the dead may not come back in this lifetime, but you have life. You can look around and God will give you something. Abraham looked up. There was an animal that was stuck in the thicket. That animal was there. It's funny because an animal that is stuck in the thicket will cry and make some noise. But this one was quiet up until Abraham fulfilled his obedience to God. Abraham had to offer Isaac to God before God can show and open his eyes so that he can see that there was an animal. There was a sacrifice already provided. You see, the sacrifice was already there. If you have lost something today, know that there is something already God has provided for you. It is already there. It is appointed for you to receive something from God. It can be today. It can be tomorrow. It can be a year from now, but never lose the hope that God is unlimited and he will give you something. Whatever it is that you need, it comes from God. He is unlimited. God is unlimited. Believe in him. Do not look at time. God does not operate in our own timetable. We are not told how long it took for Job to have what he had. But we know that it took a short space of time for Abraham to look up and see the animal that he would sacrifice. God is faithful. God provided the animal for Abraham to sacrifice. God provided for Job. He restored Job. He had more than he had before. God will restore you too. God is unlimited. Believe him. Look to him. Even if you may think that it's taking too long, Rather spend that time worshiping God. Rather spend that time praying to God, reading the word, confessing his word. He is God who is faithful. He is God who is unlimited. You will get your job. You will get your business. I know this. I have a testimony. I had also lost my job. Nine months is a long time when you have been used to earning a salary at the end of the month. But I received my job back. It is God 
who owns the earth and its fullness. Everything that is on this earth, it belongs to God. What is it that God cannot give you? You just need to look to him, believe his word, speak his word, pray to God, never lose your hope, remain in faith, believing in God. The Lord bless you. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. I hope you were blessed by this message. For copies of my books, go to Amazon.com. Check out the show notes for more details. Until next time, stay blessed and continue making the Word of God your anchor.